0: Primary ignition.
1: This is Star Wars. Look out!
0: Core World News. You may fire when ready.
2: From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Skondack and you're listening to Core World News, your whole net news service, providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. Welcome to another special presentation of Andor Candor. This week, the news team reviews Andor episode 10, one way out. We now go live with the CWN newsroom to join your host, Ben Grant and Adam, with a discussion of another riveting episode
1: of Andor. All right. Thank you very much, Grex. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Core World News. Uh, Adam Grant, how you doing, guys? Good to see you. How you feeling right now?
0: Whew. Chills. Chills. Yeah. Yeah. Still recovering.
1: <laughs> Still recovering. Me too. Yeah. It's been like three hours since I watched it. And yeah, uh, yeah all I want to do is watch it again. Um mm-hmm. We we got what we you know it is what we thought who we thought they were it is uh, we got the uh, we got the prison break uh, yeah. which was fantastic so um, great thing do we want to uh, just get right on into the uh, Morlana drop here and 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 uh, to set set the stage for this amazing episode and then we can gush yeah
2: let's stay let's stay on program let's drop the have the Morlana drop <laughs> it, let's uh, dive it. in the Morlana drop. All right. Uh, Well, first of all, let's just read the the Disney Plus summary, which is uh, a rare opportunity opens and the time for Cassian and his fellow inmates to act is now. Now for our drop. While Ulf's recently deceased body is escorted through the work floor, Cassian convinces Kino they must attempt an escape tomorrow and a new prisoner is brought in to replace their fallen teammate. Though reluctant to side with Cassian at first, Kino draws everyone's attention before lights out, attests to the rumors about Floor 2, and finally seems on board with planning an escape. Cut to ISBHQ where Dedra informs Partagaz her staged accident of Anto Krieger's pilot and his ship worked. Partagaz consults his team about next steps. Supervisor Lonnie Young steps forward to say the least suspicious thing they could do is investigate the crash. Partigaz agrees. Back on Arkina 5, the prisoners wake to harsh light. Kino Loy once again addresses the entire cell block and gives a rousing speech to prepare the men for their daring escape. At the Chandrillan Embassy on Coruscant, Davos Skuldron meets with Mon Mothman Takoma. Davos agrees to help Mon move her family funds, but only if she agrees to introduce their children to one another. Enraged by the the request, Mon Mothma tells Tay to escort Davos out of her residence. Elsewhere in the city, Clea enters Luthen's antique shop and informs him that a mysterious contact would like to meet. Fearful it's a trap, Clea volunteers herself for the meet, but Luthen is determined to risk it alone. Back on Arkina 5, the new prisoner is brought to the work floor, and the plan is set in motion. Cassian sabotages a waterline and Zoll and Ham stage a fight. During the chaos, Cassian jams the turbolift, carrying the new prisoner, and the prison break commences. An action-packed thrill ride all the way to the control room on level 8, where Kino and Cassian cut the power and use the intercom to rally all prisoners on all floors to join the escape effort. Finally reaching the door to the vast ocean outside, prisoners jump into the sea while Kino stays behind, stating he can't swim. On Kafreen, ISB supervisor Young enters an elevator where he finds a small earpiece. Over the comm, we hear the familiar voice of Luthen Rail congratulate Young on his newborn daughter and becoming a father. It's immediately clear that supervisor Lonnie Young is Luthen's mole in the ISB. Lonnie informs Luthen about Dedra Miro's hunt for Axis, the ISB's knowledge of Krieger's planned raid on Spellhouse, and Dedra's stranglehold of Ferrix. to which Luthen tells Lonnie, encourage Dedra's efforts. She's wasting her time. After sharing this information, Lonnie pleads with Luthen to release them from release him from his service, so he can be with his family. But Luthen tells Lonnie he must continue to honor his vow to the Rebellion. And besides, he needs all the heroes he can get. And on that note, we finally cut to future heroes of the Rebellion, Cassian and Melshi, running across a barren landscape on Arkina Five. Fade out. Roll credits.
1: Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was like a it was, it, first of all, excellent job, Grant. Thank
2: you for yeah. That's keeping that getting that appreciated you know, like, view of the episode right there yeah
1: um but yeah i mean it felt like a feature-length film in 45 tight minutes um well, less than that really because it's 45 minutes with the credits so yeah. um it was Sweet. a quick one yeah but uh yeah so much can hear Ben
0: grumbling already i saw the 45 oh, minutes or
1: like, oh I never look at the time before I hit play now. So it's just like always a surprise because sometimes time's relative. You know, this was the same time as um, something about the the axe remembers or or the Mm -hmm. the axe forgets, I think, is that, you know, and that one felt like it was, you know, an hour long because it was like all these vignettes of amazing dialogue and, you know, really tight scenes. This one we had, you know, the you know, overwhelming majority of the episode was the prison break. Um, So I think it felt shorter because, I mean, you're just as with most of of these episodes, you're on the edge of your seat um, with tension. But I mean, you know, we know our hero is going to make it out, but um, but it's still super tense and so fun and very Star Wars. And yeah, pretty great seeing, you know, people using DC 17s. To you know, shooting around corners in white hallways, like at Imperial officers, is like, you know, it it felt very Rogue One or A New
2: Hope. Yeah, and just yeah. really standout production design in this episode. Like when they got to the control room on level eight, that was like the classic sort of like uh, you yeah. know Imperial con- console, like control terminal. Like it was the classic look, um, but it was classic great. It was a set. Yeah, I just yeah. loved all the the little. Uh, like the monitors on the the walls, but the displays, everything was just so cool. I thought that room was awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, shout out to production design. And again, they built these sets at Pinewood for this show. So this is these are these are real sets, and they look stunning. Like they're yeah. each one is more beautiful than the next. It's like it's insane.
1: So great. I mean, golly, I you know I don't even know where to start. I mean, I, I loved the Prison Break. Obviously, like it was so gripping, and we've been building up to this for two episodes now, but maybe we should talk about some of the other stuff that's going on.
2: Let's scrub back on the data pad and like comb through, you know, chronologically. Cause I feel like let's go, I feel like it's super fun just to, to look at each scene. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I loved how this episode started. I love the coldest open in the body bag, just being like, (laughs) you know, escorted out uh, through the work floor. That was great. Um, And then that whole scene where Cassian's, you know, convincing Kino to aid with the escape, but that was just such a powerful, moment yeah. um thought both both of their performances were incredible in that moment um and throughout the episode but uh that was
0: wow yeah i i appreciate the immediate follow-up right like this mm-hmm. literally is the next scene from the previous scene of the last episode yes
1: yeah they didn't they didn't laze around for a couple of days thinking about watching
2: you yeah and they had to do that because again the <laughs> the whole plan is predicated on the new arrival of of uh, you know a prisoner to replace ulf so yeah
1: yeah Yeah. amazing yeah i mean you can't understate what andy circus has done in this um this like trilogy of episodes here it's it's amazing and you know and then we find out later really why there's so much emotion involved and when he finally makes a decision to go for it but um because he knows he's not getting off there anywhere he's just like i'm a dead man but i can do some good before i go and um yeah it was it was fabulous
2: yeah that was fascinating to me i i didn't know i didn't it wasn't my read that he was he didn't think he'd get out because, you know, you'd assume there'd be like speeders or something, you know, that they could use. Yeah. Uh, my read was like that he had been a leader within the system for so long that he didn't know how to lead sort of like outside of the rule sets that he's been yeah. that have been set upon him. That was my read of like kind of
0: his fears. Yeah there's okay now I gonna bring in my day job Yes, so that's yes. called that's called Leadership. institutional. that's called institutionalization and it happens to people in prison uh and other institutions uh quite frequently but they don't know how to live outside of that institution right and so i had yeah. that same exact read that and i think there's some of that going on but like i i think and we'll jump to jump ahead because we're scene by scene but like it leads to him I think he knows that the one way out, because that's the name of the title. Yeah, is through it and swimming away. And he knows the entire time I can't swim. And I think that's this beautiful thing. It actually made me tear up because look back the entire mm. episode. He knows he's a dead man. He knows he's stuck on that place. Like unless someone comes back to get him, he's there until they come back. I'm going or to he tries assume to I'm to already swim.
2: dead and take it from there. I was yeah. like Oh, and that line he leads
0: so everyone to rescue knowing he can't escape
1: yeah do you think they go back for him
0: i don't like and that's not and that's and that's not trying to be cold but i think that they're learning yeah. those lessons of the rebellion i think i i it's again we're just going to jump around and we're going scene by scene but the scene yeah. where cassian decides to leave those two um uh the two imperial officers alive yeah was very telling I, i i you know me i'm always a fan of pacifism so i was like oh good they're not killing but like yeah. That's going to come back to bite him in the butt, I think, at the end of the day, or someone, maybe Kino. And I feel like that's a direct connection to what we see at the very beginning of Rogue One. Like, Mm. he has to get hardened. Like, he's already becoming a tried-and-true rebel, but he's not that hardened rebel we see at the beginning of, of Rogue One yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it could be. It could bite him in the butt, you know. I mean, now they know his face, and people can, you know talk about it i mean there's probably security cams or whatever that caught it but yeah that's that tough. was
2: that see i have some logistical questions for you guys after that. Uh, agreed, agreed <laughs> um, yeah, let's do it carly and i were no talking a lot about sample. logistics like, one camera and yeah. a lip-reading droid would have would have stopped these prisoners but like there's yeah. there's no cameras uh it's all the electrical floors like seem like like kind of a, a more expensive option than maybe just like bracers that would they would wear that would electrify them. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. almost feels like logistic, like logistically
0: they just, it was a bad sort of decision. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It feels, yeah. and I feel bad because Tony Gilroy is an amazing writer. It feels a bit writerly at times. Um, but, but what I'll say is they did kind of back their way into it or out of it last episode I think it was last episode when casting is talking about the fact that they're so like confident that they're not watching us. Like, like there's that he has that specific speech, right? Like he's, they just are so sure of themselves. They're not listening to us.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. They're not listening. Right. That was the last episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, and this is a note that Cassian's hit many times. It's just like, they, it's pure hubris. They don't think that anyone would dare step to them. And, um, yeah, so I I think they were just playing off of that.
2: But like, um, I know, but I mean, like, even the shoddiest sort of prison institutions, you know, in modern day, like, yeah. are, will will have cameras in like the yeah, cell. block.
0: a hundred percent. For
1: no other reason than to intimidate you into thinking they're you're being.
2: Watched. Yeah, possibly, but yeah. I also I also
0: have to think like one guy is looking at the monitors, but I don't know. It's just, yeah, like, generally it's it's yeah, it's easier to do that and safer for everyone um no i had that same thought the other thought i had was so when cassian's being led in uh four episodes ago mm-hmm. uh he is clocking everything and he specifically clocks the boots yes yeah, yeah. and you're, carly and, and i were shouting for him to right <laughs> carly and i were literally yelling boots. at the television yeah, yeah. and they yeah. didn't yeah. and it didn't matter <laughs> so
2: i know okay yeah, there's a lot of moments like that during this plan. But you, yeah. at the same time, it's just it's it's just the elation of all of them escaping was just overwhelming that I was I, like, this is great.
1: Whatever the overhead shot with him like yelling
2: at all the all the other prisoners to join the escape. And then but without lowering the lift and then going back to
0: lower the lift is
2: <laughs> a standout moment. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> love the fact that this was not this, this was not breaking bad. Right. This wasn't some intricate plan it was basically let's dump a wa- ton of water on the floor so it'll short out the electric floor that's the end of the plan yeah, <laughs> that's the plan then the plan is that the and yeah. then we outnumber them right which is like which again not to bring in my day job as you know as a as a student of sociology and criminal justice but like this is how prison riots and takeovers happen like the attica uh uprising, um, is fairly similar to this, right? It just, mm-hmm. it's, it's prisoners at some point realizing, oh, there's a lot more of us than there are of them, right? And that's it, yeah. just takes overpowering. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, that was and then, the... yeah, it, it was kind of amazing that oh, the, yeah. the water worked so quickly. Like, that. Mm-hmm. I was scared that everyone was going to get electrocuted tenfold because they're now covered in water. But well, uh, um, get on. The table but map. one guy served as a sort of conduit. He made the real sacrifice <laughs> yeah. for this rebellion, for this yeah. prison break. He basically served as like a conduit. The force was somehow involved in this moment, and <laughs> yeah. sparks were flying. And then like the floors went cold, and I was like, oh my goodness, it worked! <laughs> and yeah. Then, yeah, it was that was incredible. That was a what, amazing moment.
0: Yeah. And I love the terror in the eyes of the Empire, the, 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 yeah. the, the, oh, the yeah. Imperials, like just quiet. That moment where he's like, quiet, everyone shut up.
1: <laughs> oh, and they were cowering yeah. in the closet yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah that
2: was So great. Yeah. 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 Truly real, real
1: stuff, fearful. Right? Yeah. Okay. Back to the beginning. I swear. So, um, after that scene, so we, do we, so, go...
2: then we have, uh, then we have the ISB scene with Dedra, uh, oh, talking okay. about the, the, yeah. the, the fouled ship and, uh, and the pilot anto Krieger's I, pilot and uh and how it was cool because it like looks like a malfunction uh when coming out of hyperspace, I think is like yeah, what she eventually explains,
1: yeah, whole it, breach, everything goes
2: cool, yeah, it's so cool. I was like I just could it was just theater of the mind at that point. I just visualize all it was just so cool to visualize that,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree is that is that the only uh Dedra scene in the episode yes
2: yeah there's only really eight scenes in this episode i mean i guess that's uh, true prison break yeah. i would say is like yeah know, three esque, t- three three well, scenes
0: i guess that's rest. our only isb one too right we don't go back to the ISB. yeah we we oh, don't go back so, after this yeah. is the only isb hq
2: i'm sure we'll get
1: to i the
0: next episode yeah i love this episode uh we will talk a bit about kind of jumping around i think at some point but like any episode that only had that has less than two mm-hmm. minutes of. Dedra, to me it's is a, to is an inferior episode, no matter how great the rest of this is, because that is my favorite character officially.
2: oh wow. I, yeah, yeah, i would I would say the character that closes this episode is my favorite character at this point.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the heart of re- the rebellion and possibly the true center of the delicious yeah. I mean, chocolate candy that is star wars you know it's like, an this yeah. show is
0: an embarrassment of riches like there's 10 yeah. favorite episodes characters. every yeah, yeah there's no small roles. every yeah. single character is mm-hmm. just huge
2: like it's just so cool to, to yeah. see all the performances
1: that's where why i think it's just like brilliant that they use you know andy circus because it was like we need a absolute heavyweight <laughs> For this role, and like Circus is so perfect.
2: I him. was, and then he couldn't. He there was at you know at no point could he ever sound more like Snoke than he did in this episode. Where he's using the, <laughs> well, the oh the voice modulator, it's like I, all yeah, bass oh, in, right? and I was like, oh, that's this is so exactly funny. the the Snoke mod like a vocoder at this point.
0: That's really funny. I it knew was something exact
2: at that point. Something
0: was happening bad. in my brain, and I don't know what's happening in my brain. That's exactly what was going him, on. He's also yeah. so yeah, far.
1: Yeah. I did not think of Snoke very one bad. time. No,
0: bad. I mean this is a very. Caesar episode, right from his his role of the the Planet of the Apes reboots like like it's very him leading the ape rebellion. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. um
1: Come on, you do this every day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, I will say when they you first made those apes movies, you can do this. <laughs> yeah, it was weird having like having to give Andy Circus a pep talk because I'm like, he's he's Andy Circus, he's fine. Yeah, he'll get it. Um. But I'll say that like I, I think when he was introduced, was it four, was it just four episodes episodes ago we got circus for the first time? Yeah. Where I saw him and I'm like, that's how we're that's how we're using Andy Circus. Like that's it. Like, like cause you know, you can only use a character in so many ways. He can he can do other stuff. But I'm like, I, I love Andy Circus and I love when we get him as just a person. Yeah. And after this episode, I'm like, yes. This is how you use Andy Circus. like this is yeah. like he's just mm-hmm. the standout of this whole arc. And I yeah, he's yeah. the first one he made me cry in this entire season.
1: Yeah, it's such a tragic character, too, when yeah. you know the end. But I mean, it gives so much gravity mm-hmm. on
0: rewatch because
1: you're just like, OK.
0: Yeah, it's, I think um,
1: I think ev-
2: the scene I think the scene we're now on is my favorite scene of his uh, with the whole there's only one way out. It's like the first yeah. speech he gives, I guess it's not the only one way out speech because he gives the, another only one way out speech over the intercom later. Uh, Cause the speech right. ends with that as kind of being the mantra and uh, the chance, But this, this yeah. first one he gives that first speech he gives in this scene where they all wake up and he gives that, that speech like that blew I, me away. I was, that was my favorite scene. My favorite. I
0: love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene because it's clear, like, like, you know, told everyone, go to bed we'll figure this out. Yeah, right, basically what is what he tells weird. everyone. And and you could just it's not told in any storytelling except Andy Circus's face, which is the best storytelling device you could ever have is just his face. Oh, yeah. Is that he didn't sleep and he spent the entire night <laughs> figuring yeah. out what am i going to tell these men?
2: Yeah, I think when Cassian first says I'd rather die trying to take them down than give them what they want, like and you see Circus sort of his his, uh, his reaction to that that was spellbinding. Like again, mm-hmm. like this, his performance is spellbinding. Um, yeah, yeah. That whole speech, so good. Uh, we're done counting our shifts. There's only then and now. There's only one way out. Play it how you want, but I'm going to assume I'm already dead and take it from there. Like ugh. Like
1: yep. Yeah. <laughs> just like just Chills. like yeah. Heavy hits. Yeah. Just full uppercut <laughs> over and over.
2: Again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I did want to go back to that uh, to that scene, just because I didn't want to skip over it with Dedra Mira. We didn't get much, but we got another beat of the patriarchy in there when our hero, yeah. Young, our newest hero, Yolanda Young, steps I didn't on even her. Think again. about
2: that. That that does uphold the pattern of just men interrupting yeah. her. Oh, she interrupting the look at her, her place. She
1: storms but, out of the room. She's just like again with these men.
0: Like to like, this be is to be fair,
2: baby. I wonder if Kafreen falls under uh young sort of like sector like that's within wow. his sector of jurisdiction
0: i mean sure but there's ways uh, to do it I, you know what's funny ben is i'm glad you pointed that out because i did not notice that at all and i think the reason i didn't notice at all because i think if no one stepped on her lines i would have noticed that does that make sense yeah Where guess, i'm just right. so used to like the matriarchy and just yeah. women being talked over and stepped on and then i'm just like yeah, hey, that seems like a normal scene. This is how it would actually happen in real life. Everything's fine here. I feel like the episode
2: this? four or five, like nobody gets in her way, though. Like early on, like there's one or one episode
0: where like nobody. Yeah. She definitely has a couple yeah. of moments where she's leading it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. She's it's been picking up. They've been hitting that that drum like the past couple. Yeah. Uh, episodes well, hard to be like, oh, and by once. The
0: because once she has started to rise in the ranks and become noticed mm. oh, by the superiors. Yeah. She's a, a target now.
1: Back. Yeah, watch your yeah. back was yeah. yeah. Part of Gaz's wisdom there. Um mm-hmm. so then after that, we get the them and my pussy. Yeah, we
2: get Amos <laughs> skeldron Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I so this is this is again another fantastic scene. Um, uh, and I love this new character. He he's not he's not who I exactly who I thought it was. He's a little more refined. Um what's his name? Davo Skaldrin. Davo Skuldron. Skuldron. Yeah. He, I mean, uh, which yeah, is interesting
2: cuz like his last name and like the suffix is not yeah. doesn't end with an A like what's <laughs> what's his deal? Yeah. I got to know about that. I got to know what the what the Skuldren. This is what a chandrillin criminal looks like.
0: Yeah. That, exactly. That's the thing, right? Like I I sat there same as you been I'm like, "Oh, this is not who I was expecting." And about 5 minutes into the scene, or a couple minutes in, I'm like, Oh, this is exactly what a gang a gangster yeah. looks like.
1: Like much yeah. more refined smile behind
0: his teeth, new
1: money. I kind of had like a
0: cheap but hair, like, though. Like yeah. that was kind of the giveaway. You're like, oh, he has like a really I, he, okay. Sort of like- you know what? No, you know what his giveaway was? His face. His face yeah. is the giveaway. He's. I. I mean. He, I. I, yeah. I just want to say it like it's natural, but I can't. But he's a poor man's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Right, well, like you put, you, you just villainous look. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I just mean because he looks like Willem Dafoe, and I don't know who he is. So he, cheap like, bones like, and he,
1: jaw. Yeah,
0: jaw. Yeah, okay. He does an excellent job. Whoever this actor is, well cast. I actually like it that they used him and not Willem Dafoe, because I would have been sitting there going, "It's Willem Dafoe." Yeah, the, the entire the time. time. Yeah. 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 So to be fair, this tactile. that like, was your problem I, with Solo. I know you. You told I, us. i, I I will say the entire time I was watching this, I was thinking that should be Willem Dafoe. So I guess it (laughs) kind of got it. Yeah, this sounds like
1: an Adam problem.
0: (laughs) It's a hundred percent. But I will say like you, like you put Willem Dafoe in a scene. If you want to be unsettled, like I was just watching American Psycho and people forget Willem Dafoe is in American Psycho and he's the nicest character in that entire movie. But it's so unsettling whenever he's on screen because- like he's going to eat your soul. Like <laughs> it's well to Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good uh, times. But yeah, so I, much more civil conversation. I didn't know how that was going to go. Um until and it was Mon who gets aggro there. But again, yeah. just like so refined, so understated everything they say in their conversations. And I loved all the lore we get about Chandrilla um, out of this whole show, but out of this mm-hmm. one scene in particular. You know, yeah, they're talking about the marriage, right? And yeah, like, the marriage uh, stuff. They're, yeah, they're the convention of the shandrilan marriage, and people don't understand how that works, and. I mean it's very games of game of thrones where it's like, you know, they marry Yeah, for that
2: conversation felt very thronesy because there there was just so much subtext and so much sort of like it was it was so tactful. Like yeah. He like it feels like Davos is trying to warm Mothma up to like sort of the traditional values that he still wants to honor and things like that, just early in the conversation. And then like as the conversation goes, he's just eases her into the idea yeah. of the two yeah. kids inter- you know being introduced yeah. to one another, and then like yeah, it's just, the, he's he seems very tactful and very devilish and sort yeah. of, yeah. yeah he's like,
1: I'm on your team. I understand yeah. what you're going through. It was, yeah, very yeah. empathetic yeah. conversation on his part and not threatening. Yeah. And, and I mean, nope. even the ask was not threatening. but, but I feel
2: like even yeah. there was a veiled threat kind of at the end, though, when he says that's oh, the yeah. first untrue thing you've said. I think yeah. the subtext there is you've said other things that are untrue oh. during this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no, that was I, the yeah. subtext
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, he's, he's not- also like, I, I, yeah. I, may have huffed some goblin gas at some point. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, no. Sorry. This scene
2: was like we're only seeing the top of the iceberg. You know, like there's yeah. so much going on in this scene. That yeah. just looks and
1: so much that's not being said. Well, I mean, he did say that's the first untrue thing he said. So maybe the thing is not the lies she said, but the truths she said but didn't want to say. Where it's like, yeah, yeah. you no, know, like yeah. he's he. She admitted that she. You've wants given to it away. Is- a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um i i i just want to this is going to completely sidetrack us for for a couple minutes but might be worth a conversation so you mentioned game of thrones and this is the second time in a week i've heard uh game of thrones in reference to andor and i had never thought about it until that in your reference and i think there's really something there i think this is the closest thing you get to game of thrones in star wars um unless you do like a more epic thing well, in mean, terms of television, to unite houses yeah yeah, yeah. houses <laughs> politics <laughs> subtlety yeah. which is sometimes missing from yeah. star wars yeah so here's what bummed me out about that not the not the connection but the fact that we know we are two episodes away from the season finale and then we're 12 episodes away to the end of the series
1: <laughs> yeah we're 14 episodes away from the end of the series well
0: actually uh, yeah i mean after the next two but yeah 14 yeah. in total 14 episodes away from the end of the series should right. we somehow find a way to continue this series <laughs> past the end of it? Like it but <laughs> no, but listen to me. Okay. Like it bump- but listen, it bumps up against Rogue One. So you peel off Andor. He's yeah. you know dead and buried. Well, not really buried, he's dead and incinerated. And and then and then like we rename it. And then it's just Mon Mothra's like fight in like during, like post, like what's going on with my mother through all of episode four and five. Like, that's, that's what I want. That's what be, we're going to call the this. I'm going to record that. And that's it's going to be that exactly bitch. what you just oh, said. There. Yeah. Like, don't don't end the series. This series should last for ten seasons, like ten seasons. That's One good, is every year that goes all the way through all of the original trilogy. But take me through the politics of it and like the scheming. Like, please don't end the yeah. series. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, that's a great idea. Um, I would love that. Uh, I, I do feel like my uh, Dark Magic Club uh, cult sort of that that theory still mm-hmm. st- holds still up stands. because Davos Sculderin yeah. says he's met up with Perrin like six times. The yeah. recently, you know, uh, throughout the oh yeah,
1: yeah, year. He's like I've seen him several times. He's like, of course.
2: And I'm like, whoa, that's playing into it even more at that point. Yep. I was like, this yeah. is crazy.
0: Chandra I'm Morrow sure they saw
2: you. it. Yeah,
0: I'm yeah. no doubt at a super chill. Normal wine tasting. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the, the event yeah. was, Un- was happening where they casual. were hanging out. Just yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: bottomless wine tasting. <laughs> but there's a limit on wine, but it's still called a bottomless the wine. Drink. Was blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah. You're right. That's still your your theory is still alive. Stamps. That eyes wide shut. Um.
2: Yeah.
1: The, uh, Im- imperial eyes wide shut might still happen.
2: I'm. I'm I. This just gave me more. You know, set up for it, so I'm I'm happy because yeah. uh, Davos seems to know Perrin well. That was another really that I think that's why Mon Mothma was so kind of enraged at first, but then just terrified because I think if Perrin caught wind that Davos is you know uh, someone who Mon Mothma condone, condones as being a part of their friend group, like he's like, oh yeah, of course we just. Of course, they should. Our kids should follow Chandelier tradition or whatever. So you
1: you think Perrin would be on board with that match?
2: No, I'm. It's fascinating because I think this is part of the this is the writerly part of it is You leave Perrin out because there's I think there's just you want to keep the suspense up of what Perrin would feel about this situation and really deal with how Mon thinks first and then. Who knows what Parent could think? Parent could hate Davos Guldron and they could be rivals, or they could be best buds. I'm thinking best buds. Yeah, I'm with you, Adam. Yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm also
0: wondering if if this is not like a weirdly back backing your way through a Parent suggestion, like when they were hanging out. Parent wasn't oh, just yeah. like, "Hey, wouldn't it sure. be cool if our two kids, right? Could, like, so live, like totally like, unite the hard. houses." Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, again. I'm just—I guess my role tonight is to let's derail us completely. Like, there's <laughs> no way that Mom Mothra is married, or or still. I mean, I guess you're married even if your spouse is dead, legal I technicality. I don't know. Uh is still married during the, the the first time we see her in, right, in in star in in episode six, right? Like, like what is what does parents' exit look like?
1: Yeah, screaming down a bottomless shaft.
0: Right, like he's dead. Right, like he's a hundred percent dead. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, definitely um, getting kicked, you know, out into the the, the oh, city. Yeah,
0: out into I, a
1: hyper. Yeah, into a, a driving lane or a space no, lane, coruscant.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, the I think I think we're seeing a, a, a reemergence of Ben, the Boba Fett whisperer, who's now Ben the Cassian whisperer. Because how we'll do you much. not? How do you not kill someone? in that way, in the series, where you just have them, someone just, you have all these walkways that are just yeah. waist high and, like, a bottom split. How do you just not have someone just go, push and push someone over the edge,
2: right? Yeah. I think that was alluded to in this episode, to tell you, that, at the very end. Mm. I think there's... there's really? Some, yeah, because I feel like Luthen says, you know, something about the ground, you know, no longer being beneath his feet while he's standing right. a skywalk with, you know, if he just moved a foot to the right, he, he'd be falling, you know. So it's just like, to me, I think that's always part of star wars is that there's you know there's a fall there's always a fall of some kind The prisoners yeah. jumping out into the water yeah.
0: but um also yeah. one of the uh one of the signals for the rebels is removing a rail does anyone remember that there's oh, crickets so there
1: was two of it right so there was a mark on the fountain and then the a
0: mark
2: and then yeah, yeah i didn't even bother to in- incorporate that in the description so i was like you know a contact wants to meet i was like yeah, I, what I mean, that, those those little symbols, those signs were kind of strange to me. But um,
0: yeah, they are. By the way, that was a joke. I don't actually think that's yeah. foreshadowing.
1: Yeah, but it does tie into Luth and Rail. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, look at that. And his Luthan. name's in Rail. Like, I think we're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Maybe. They, yeah, OK. Yeah.
0: I'll have to think, look
2: back at that scene. Just um, to put a, just to no, put another thing no, on there, right, like
1: no. one more <laughs> note on the, the Mon Moth scene. I just I love that we get. There's like cultural differences now between Chandrilla and Alderon and children, Chandrila and another human like area. And I think they've just done a really good job fleshing out that culture in just a few sentences Yeah, after this stuff. And that, that made me very happy. I came away from that scene being like, Oh yes, like this is, these are the people that, that Mon Mothma comes from. It's not heavy handed. We don't get the full backstory of like Mon Mothma being a princess or something. It's just like, she's aristocracy and Chandrillan has, you know, Chandrillan has these customs that are different than other human areas we've seen. Um, We're attractive yeah. and privileged.
2: Our ch- our children are attractive and privileged Chandrillan citizens. They're
1: yeah
0: match or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, it's a
1: little draconian, right? Yeah,
0: like, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but no, I agree, Ben. I love the world building that's that that's yeah. doing here because it's, it's a it's a culture we hear a lot about, especially if you go on the like EU side of it, you hear them a lot. But mm. we get a lot of chandrillion representation in Star Wars. And so to get a little bit of this, like, who are these elegant weirdos?
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I hope she just gets weirder and weirder. I mean, maybe that like stoic. I'm loving is like, the uh, the awesome costume
2: design, thing. though, like the attire. The yeah. The drip yeah. is out of control. I think uh, that that scene, especially with Davos, Tay and Mon, they were all just wearing Mm -hmm. exquisite outfits. And then, you know, Mon's, you know, even her earrings are just like these just gorgeous sort of intricate designs. Um, Yeah, it was really great.
1: So what do you think? Do you think Mon? Reconsiders and does this deal and sells her daughter for the rebellion, or do you think this is what pushes her into the rebellion? She's like, If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, you know, enough of this pussyfooting around, I'm just gonna straight up leave the Senate and, um, and become a full time rebel, um,
2: from obscurity. That's a really good question. That would be predicting yeah. what happens with Davos, which is, I have to think. We may never see Davos Mon again. Might agree to just an introduction with the kids, but I just yep. she's going to get parent on board with a total rejection of Davos, and you know, in private and pillow talk or whatever, and then so there's no real, the, the no real connection will happen. But
0: oh, I'm going go. to go. Yeah. Who's
2: to say Davos's kid isn't like the richest kid in the galaxy, and isn't like an influencer of some kind that like maybe Mon's kid knows about or something you know what i mean like
1: yeah
2: i have to think davos is living large and his family is living just as large and what does that do to someone and i almost need to see this kid at this point because it's like the most spoiled kid in the galaxy you would have to imagine yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see him i think adam might have hit it on the head i mean maybe this was this was organized by parent and and uh um, yeah
2: yeah uh, that's a good point yeah and I, I, they're pushing you know uh, some sort of uh c- caution you know yeah call- and what's her I'm I sorry, think, what's the daughter's
1: name is it lita yeah
0: yes yeah I think that's right
1: um yeah Love and she's that. nothing she's never we've never seen her be anything other than a total brat to mon and yet, no. Mon's like absolutely not like i'm
0: not but we've but her. we've seen her right and 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 so like there's two things here i i think i think mon's gonna do it i yeah. don't want her to do it i okay. literally went the second he started mentioning it i literally out loud went uh-oh <laughs> And and I think a couple of things to think about is the fact that we've given this 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 actor screen time, which means like we're using her for something. We're setting her up for some something. Right. So I think it's this less from the production standpoint. I think from a storytelling standpoint, we end this episode or nearly end this episode with and we'll get to it with Luthan talking about basically having to give up everything of himself for the rebellion. Right. And, and talking yourself into sacrificing yourself and I think mon's gonna talk herself into sacrificing her daughter for the greater good right and it's and in awful this first and season horrible
2: yeah but, and in this first yeah. season they can afford to take a big l at the end in the last episode basically a lot mm-hmm. of people can get into really bad situations yeah, yeah. So second season yeah. and you know uh make good on uh oh. on-
1: I, I hope they don't do that to us, though, because it's going to be two or
0: three years till we get season two. And it's like, we'll just get
1: a wee bit of positive I mean, closure
0: before we move but, on. Well, I think we're going to get Luthan the Mandalorian in a few months. Yeah. And that's all W's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like literally awesome. every episode's a W. <laughs> Yeah, Ben,
2: don't worry. Boba Fett's coming back. Mando's coming back. It's the, those those always feel good. We'll see. Cartoons.
1: There, you know, we skipped over news, but there's some acolyte rumblings now. There's a full cast out. Yeah. I saw a headline today that said, like, that might be a spy thriller or like some sort of another sort of, you know, mystery thriller. Um, So it might Bright. be like a haunted yeah, yeah. sort of affair from earlier. So.
2: Yeah, I think I heard a uh synopsis which is like uh master and apprentice you know are following the trail of some sort of mystery and you know it's something darker than they could possibly imagine yeah. it's, it's very vague but love it yeah it's got to be Sith. i've been saying finding sith. Yep. Hey, could it be carrie Ann moss as a sort of sith you know survivor of some kind i, I would like, love that who knows I mean, like yeah. as goes, she, she, she was just it? announced to join the cast so i'm, I'm we'll, yeah we'll die. we can dive into that after episode roundup but uh
0: yeah no i i have been saying i just i'm so happy like let's do lighter fair and heavier fair, right let's just keep doing yeah. this let's do Mandoverse shows interspersed with these heavier fair. like it's star wars you can there's room for everything yeah, i love it we'll, all will accolade you stagecraft or are they building sets do we know
1: i don't know yet but they they are on a soundstage in um in england right? berkshire so yeah. I think Berkshire is not California it is um, England. So England.
0: I think yes. that's the England site. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if they're doing that, I mean, they they have to build some sets. I mean, I, I think there's a volume over there now. There's like five volumes. There's two in Canada, two in right. California. And I think there's one. I thought there was one at Pinewood, it, but they can probably move it around.
0: Is but, Andor to bring it back. Does Andor use the volume at all? Or is there zero volume in this show? I don't know. I was just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't,
1: I think it's, I think, it's I zero think early Ferrex
0: screens... could have been some volume days,
2: honestly, because there's some Ferrex shots that just look like random scrapyard behind, yeah, andor that, yeah. feel very stagecrafty, but I, I don't think so. I think, I think I've read articles where it's like
0: there's zero stagecraft in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think where we're getting to in five years from now is it's going to be similar to like where we got to with, you know, in, in the, in the, uh sql error like let's mix these things together practical and yeah you know yeah computers like let's mix together practical sets in the stage
1: yeah because i think that would help hide the volumeness um if you if yeah you mixed in some some more practical stuff
2: i think um, volume is great for all starfighter stuff or like going hyperspace and you know going to you know, mm-hmm. hyperspace that, that works great but it's like some of the some of the other stuff looks like the depth of field seems to be lacking but yeah, um, maybe we just
1: yeah. have critical eyes, but a lot of people have critical eyes now. So, but um, um yeah, when we saw Ferrex, by the way, how cool was it? Did, did you guys get giddy when you saw a couple stormtroopers?
2: Right. We just saw a quick shot of <laughs> I, there. It was I a gorgeous did. shot, but we, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it was beautiful. And just seeing the, the stormtroopers staying, just standing post was like
2: Dr. Oh, Momoy also has a great attire in the episode. I'd like to highlight his attire. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. he's like racing around the corner I guess Marva is not taking her meds or
1: something oh yeah yeah he yeah. is on the decline yeah,
2: yeah so yeah. we see that for just a brief instant and then we we jump around um I think we're we're now on the scene where uh obviously Claya wants to uh is telling Luther about the mysterious contact that wants to meet and at this point did you guys have any ideas of who that could be
0: none I thought it might be at first, uh, space Jimmy Smiths. Um, oh, okay. But but then when he was like, we haven't met in a year. Is the tra- once he said that is Actually, a trap? Yeah, I, that's when I was just like, I don't think it is.
1: Well, you know, so, so I I did have a thought. I was like, oh yeah, uh, um, Gail Akbar or um. Uh, See, uh,
2: I'm waiting for the on calamari because it, it yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, to, yeah. I was what like, was, at this point, uh, radis, Adam, Ad- 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 radis. Ad- radis, Yeah, radis. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because when Do he said "strapped" too many times, and I was two? like,
2: hmm. Wait, "I gotta think we see Radis in season two.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So, Grant, you sent for yeah. a um uh, an interview on the Watch with Tony Gilroy today,
2: and That's right. yeah. Um, yeah,
1: and you 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 pulled out one quote in particular, which was kind of funny. And they, I think, they asked him sort of like, "Are you hearing the feedback and what's going on?" And he mentioned two points that we make. Pretty often, I'm sure there's other people like I've every
2: heard, other episode, yeah.
1: But every other episode, yeah. You know, and it, it was the first point was where are all the aliens <laughs> or the non humans? Sorry, um you know, where are the non humans? And he said there would be more in season two. um And yeah. the other point was, are you sort of? Oh, oh, the other point he he brought up himself was like he said like, the other thing people say all the time is like, are you trying to mirror current pol- political themes and climates and and that are happening right now? And he's you know he and he he said he thought that was interesting, but no, he, you know, everything he's bringing up is timeless. He's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. He pushed back. Yeah. For thousands of years.
0: Yeah. It's true. He pushed back pretty clearly against that and not like not in a mean way. But I think I think I think what's happening is basically just like, no, today is what's happening right now is mirroring what's happened for 3000 years. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. basically the other way around. Imperialism, it's like, right. imperialism. It's not, yeah. yeah,
1: imperialism. Yeah. yeah uh, fascism. Just, spycraft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fascism. Totalitarianism.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, Sun
0: Tzu pretty much talked
1: about everything that's happened in this show. So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah
1: pretty far out but okay so wait hold on uh because this is my favorite stuff
2: any uh, new antiques in there any yeah artifacts? there's a yeah. yeah. artifact launch one, for, one yeah. for
1: sure so he was standing over and dusting what i'm pretty sure was uh uh one of queen Amadala's helmets
2: yeah her headpiece yeah her from head what uh episode one Two? right Two.
1: It, it might not even yeah. it might have even been this might be next, one next queen that wore it it might not have been
2: uh, queen uh, is that nabiri no i think it's one and i think it's during like uh like a lounging scene where like
1: yeah it's yeah, like one, of, rounds,
2: yeah, it's but, like one uh, of the rounds Yeah, it's during her time as queen
1: yeah they're they're like totally mad <laughs> because it's like i don't have enough time for laura right now i need to but like i had to watch that scene twice do you know
2: why that's so kind of heart-wrenching <laughs> is because he like in his shop, there's all these trinkets that are representative of people who are ultimately good and like yeah. good hearted yeah. human beings. And like, I Lord think Kermit's her headpiece fantastic. is one of many pieces that maybe belong to, you know, a lot of good hearted people in history. And I think he collects these things. I think he's, yeah. I think he's probably the, the most altruistic person we'll ever meet in star Wars, even though he sacrificed everything. And yeah. I mean, is this... but it's just utilitarian to the utmost, which is yeah. impossible to do really. And he's, doing it which is crazy
0: yeah Yeah, i mean is that part of it is like he's he just he's only taking light side artifacts you know and that not like literally but things only well it's just he would treasure that
2: one specifically wouldn't he? yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. that was
2: yeah it's when you think about that it's pretty touching
1: i wonder how much he knows because he said he's been doing this for 15 years so that's the whole that's since the fall of the republic So,
2: there's a lot of stuff alluded to. The final scene, I think, will have us talking for 15 to 20 minutes because I feel like uh, (laughs) it alludes to a lot of a vow that was taken a long time ago. Possible. Uh, We're only 15 minutes into the episode.
0: What? (laughs) I said rut row because we're only about 15 minutes into the episode. And we've been rolling
1: for 43 minutes. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Yeah.
2: So after that scene, so any other any other artifacts in there, Ben?
1: I don't know. There's one. So I'm playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland right now. Hmm. And to the left, just as you walk in, there are these three spires. And they're exactly oh, there's yeah. a mini game that goes in and you, you hit these spires and then they pop up and you have to race around and tag these three things in order. And they're exactly the same as the Borderlands things. It's a really esoteric connection, but not in none. Those- <laughs>
2: that's uh yeah a little obscure but all right okay It'll, yeah a little, yeah, a little cool. obscure obtuse but, um, it's all right.
1: Other, yeah a little obtuse other than that no i didn't i'd nothing, nothing else I
0: no, everything else is out of focus which is really frustrating uh, but yeah. understandable
1: yeah i really think they make a conscious effort to be like listen to the dialogue listen to it because i had to rewatch it and then i was like oh okay they're talking about some signal that's being sent to uh to him and and the markings and all that you know when i was like furiously looking at everything except for
2: pausing <laughs> um, the, yeah.
1: the yeah the main character yeah. in the in the center frame uh but yeah no i think that was it but that helmet i, I, th- interested I think you the... hit it perfectly. yeah
2: clay clay had a fantastic outfit this episode too i think she has a full-on cape it's awesome uh mm.
1: a lot of capes this episode yeah
2: great cape yeah, yeah. um yeah and cape watch great cape um (laughs) after that we have our meat and potatoes we have the prison break yeah we we have the the prison break yeah uh we get cassian sabotaging the pipe which he finally i mean he's been trying to cut through that thing for a couple episodes now and he's finally he's finally broken in and then like as he's like wrenching it to the side i'm like i'm like is oh like, what, what What? are we trying to – what's What's yeah. he trying to do here? Like, how big yeah. of a leak is he trying to spring? Because I feel like it was good. I was like, just get out of there at this point. I feel like it's good. But he – again, it goes with – and I think The Last Jedi does this brilliantly, and I think this show – I think you could argue with a the thesis that the Force is in this show just given oh, like, yeah. some of those yeah. small physical actions that happen that cause – had a catastrophe and major sort of damage and major events are allowed to unfold after that and i would say this sp- springing the leak the guy who's the conduit once the water hits the floor and causing the floors to kind of short circuit like there's a lot of moments in here that feel like luck like yep just yeah. sheer luck and um it, but so tough when he jams the elevator the turbo lift and uh and the guy who he plans the whole thing with gets shot like immediately And no. i was like oh, i was hoping he would get out i was hoping I was hoping more prisoners would get out, but they they really take out a lot before.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved that overhead scene where you saw from all three exits, people swimming away. It was such a beautiful shot. Um,
2: you could just oh. see everyone swimming away from. Oh, that's airplanes. that's mm-hmm. the Uteni. That's the Uteni shot. 100%. Uteni shot. Yeah. 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 Uteni. <laughs> <laughs> um no but then yeah just a big episode for the e11 blaster like yeah right.
0: e11's in there. <laughs>
2: tons, tons. i was like ben's happy he's getting like more e11 action than he's ever
1: yeah seen. well it's like. a dh17 I, it was a, really wait, only is that, what is that weapon i don't even know what so, the one with the silver cone on the end that's the dh7 yeah
2: oh dh7 okay, okay. That, but, but there
1: were was? e11s in the racks and i didn't see too many people <laughs> using them Probably because they're like, well, this is garbage.
2: Also, do you think there was sort of like, do you think there was some blocking or some choreography where it's like only Andor gets to hold it in a cool way, and everyone else has to hold it like a squirt gun and like with two yeah. hands and yeah. it wants to look like a just a joke?
0: Yeah, which is kind of. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a couple of hero poses. <laughs> yeah, he gets sweet
2: looks with it, and then everyone else is holding it two hands, all like. I don't yeah.
1: Know, well, in a New Hope, they hold them two hands.
2: Classic. Um, yeah
1: which actually is a smarter way to use them. Uh, right. But No,
2: I mean, I imagine yeah. so, but just, like, Cassian looks so good with it, and everyone else yeah. looks like a it's, dork. Like, it's... it's Because mm-hmm. it's
1: not his it's first much. blaster. He knows how to shoot.
2: Just and, go back and look at the choreography of, like, oh. how everyone carries the, the blaster. Yeah. Even
1: does the Han Solo casual look yeah, back, awesome execute the guy in the floor move?
2: Oh, yeah. Which yeah, also
1: yeah. Ben Solo does, like... No, yeah, yeah Cassian
2: looks awesome with it. Like, it, he, throughout yeah. the entire... Escape. He looks so good. Like every shot is just so awesome. um
1: I don't know how the actors aren't like pew pew like every <laughs> time they're firing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's uh, what's her name? I can't think of the actress's name, uh, from Jurassic Park. Oh, Laura Dern. She was yeah. in yeah. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Dern. Like, Dern. like could not stop. You could see it saying but you could actively see it in okay. the last jedi i know she I actually want... when she comes through you're saying pew 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 she emerges from like the smoke at one point yeah you see yeah it. yeah,
1: yeah. It i would want a person with a soundboard on set and a giant speaker like just like triggering the sound like every yeah. time it goes off to just really like make me feel it more
2: it'd be great if the actual blaster could just at least trigger the sound effect
1: yeah that, that, would, that would be, be loud you know that would be yeah just so you could feel it. It'd be great. All that stuff's 80 yard. And anyway, so,
2: but that escape was riveting. I was blown away by just like the shots, you know, ham running around, taking people out with those, with, you know, gathering more prisoners. Um, yeah. And then the control room, you know, Kino reaching out over the loudspeaker, um, rallying all the guys. And then it's so cool. Some of the shots there were great. I guess the shot of sort of like the floors deactivating, yeah, some really cool camera moves there. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, it felt very Star Wars in, in all. Yeah,
2: we didn't see a lot of our um, takedowns that we uh, predicted. We uh, we didn't see any of them, actually. Whoopsie daisy. Actually, no. I think one of you guys said like they'd grab a tool and hit someone, but and so they did throw the tools at people. Yeah, I didn't see the
1: like chucking like uh, pieces of the machine. It looks
2: like Kino throws a tool and it like hits this guard square in the face, and I was like, "Yeah, Kino's got good aim." I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And it's a winner.
1: Yeah, that was so that was so fun. It was great. It was exactly you know there was some losses there, but like that group was responsible for springing the rest of the the whole place and once they had taken it over every they all you know all the the officers cowered. yeah
2: i, I, I have to comment on how
0: long what about it what was it you go adam oh i was just gonna say how long it took them to it all kind of ties them together how long it took them to electrify the floor considering how often they do that like you think it'd be like yeah like the step, why didn't step one the backup power elect- electrify the floor yeah i, I probably draws a ton of power didn't... Yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. But sense. like I, I think a backup power like in in like, like. I just think of like from where I work, like when that happens, like that's just enough for lights. Right. Sure. Like basically. Yeah, yeah. But like the air system isn't running off that off the off the backup.
1: Yeah. So, they yeah, they don't have enough to to electrify the whole thing. And I love that he's it like yeah. it's going to be three six months or three months or something to turn it back on. Um, right.
2: You know, and I think
1: that's why he didn't kill anyone in there. That's why they didn't.
2: Yeah, that's why they didn't take him out. They'll
1: probably probably all they could all be killed by the, you know, by the Empire anyways. I'm sure they will be. Yeah. um, Or whoever their their overlord is there. Um, It'll be fun to see the fallout.
2: I love when Cassian was like telling them to go on program because Cassian does this brilliant thing where he. He rebels in almost every authoritarian situation he's in in yeah. dialogue sequences as well. Like even early in this episode when Kino's like on program and Cassian argues with him and then Cassian walks over the store the door and tells Kino to go on program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, Cassian Cassian is a true rebel. He's someone who just yeah. doesn't give in to systems of control, which is fascinating. Yeah.
1: Let's get into this last scene, man. Let's yeah. let so
2: okay. This is I think the scene of all scenes. This might be the my favorite scene of the series thus far. Yeah. And that is young on Kefreen Uh finally the big reveal. He is the 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 mole in the ISP yeah. working for Luthien, which was very cool. Um that, that I, come what a great su- reveal.
1: did that come as a surprise to any of you, Adam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, let's let's to Adam's thoughts on this. <laughs> I, I I've never been so right for all the wrong reasons. Uh, so this this guy, this actor, uh, looks a lot like someone in Rogue One during the rebellion, like kind of around the conference room scene. Uh, it is not the same actor, uh, and nor does it appear to be the same character. However, that did not stop me from the entire season going, well, this guy's clearly a mole because he's in Rogue One. Why isn't everyone talking about this? And so when he pops out as a mole, I'm like, see, I told everyone he's a mole. Are you just saying so red
1: mustache normative? Because, I mean, the, I the leader so. of, the, of Blue Squadron there... Uh, has a has a red mustache. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, probably. Just See, me, I knew you there know? had to be a
2: mole because it's it's,
0: it's yeah Tony Gilroy loves like, yeah. like
2: RA and you know Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Like yeah. I knew there had to be a double agent somewhere yeah. Yeah. in the story. And I just think that does get, get a lot of screen sort time. of like I didn't give us guys any credence given like they were kind of background characters for a while. And so when Young kind of steps up in this episode, out of kind of nowhere too, because yeah. he's like yeah. Last episode, there's not a lot of young, like he's really in the background for a little bit. Because is, is and, he
1: yeah. a peer to Dedra I think the three blue, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, square, they're there, they're, they're I think yeah. so yeah, he's, I he's think also a supervisor, yeah.
0: same, yeah, sort of yeah. right. And yeah. he also looks super imperial, you know what I mean? Like he just looks like an imperial, but Gaunt, then if you actually do go back,
2: there are cutaways to young, and he's like just staring. You know, after a meeting or something, staring outwards. I'm
1: going to rewatch the whole.
2: Scene. Yeah, de- yeah, I definitely want to look go back because I think they do. Yeah, and and then he's also, I think he's um uh, uh he's he's messed up early in the the early episodes, basically. Like his one of his planets is sort of something's gone awry, and he's not remedied it remedied it fast enough, and so Partagas is kind of going after him. And I think, I think that's probably, you know, on purpose to help Luthen. Like, honest like at, at this point you're like well, oh, he's just probably trying to help the cause everything he's doing in the isb is probably to help the cause and being doggy yeah. dog and taking out other isb supervisors might be helpful to Luther so like you almost now can root for someone in the isb i think you can root for young now and all of his decisions Gotta think it's going to end badly because I was going to say episode yeah. is like massive foreshadowing to like a lot of stuff going down. And like these two guys might be making the biggest sacrifice yeah. of everyone. That's why they're just not in the picture.
0: You know? Yeah. As like you can't root for him. I wouldn't spend much time doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the cool thing about Luther is that, yeah, he is the ma- he is the the node between all the other like nodes of the rebellion and so, I mean, he's not necessarily a, a war room guy, even when this stuff's going on. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm Luthen's so-
2: an idealist. He's like, he's yeah. fighting for some, like, for something, you know, outside himself, for yeah. other people's future. You know, creating a sunrise that he knows he'll never see. I was like, yeah, These, yeah. So, I mean, that that scene to me is just that. That is, this- yeah. To me i was blown away and then yeah i just started seeing like visions of like luke and like the original trilogy and sort of like you know like the binary sunset and then like just mm-hmm. the idea of like luke's ego yep. gets a mirror in the cave luke's ego gets the attention luke's luke is the the, the sort of poster child for the rebellion yep. whereas Luthen built it yeah and just yeah
0: Luthen did all the dirty work <laughs> To get it built. But like, but yeah, you, I, I agree. Like, the second you have a character deliver a line like, I'm, I'm, you know, fighting for a sunset I'll never see, yeah. while also delivering a line like, the, I've, I, I can't remember the exact line and it's clunky for me to say it, but something along the lines of like, I have, I, he says in that same, that same speech, he talks about turning the sun off in his brain. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I, dark. Yeah. And uh, then he says, there's a sunset mind, I'm sun never sun going to see.
1: Space? I was like, Jesus
0: oh my. and then he, and then later he talks about fighting for a sunset he'll never see i'm like yeah you're you're toast like and this and he knows it right like there's a there's that bit of like nobility there right where it's just like well, he knows yeah, he's,
2: he's damned because he's condemned to use the tools of his enemies to defeat yeah him.
0: that was like may, oh. have, like yeah he has to basically we may have identified my favorite line of the season remorse, of the episode remorse but remorse yeah listen. yeah take you without, without remorse
1: Ugh, yeah Jesus. i mean just Ugh, just the fact the, the, that like young was like feeling so like self-righteous and then but like the way that Luther dressed him down was just like it wasn't cliche at all it just started off slow and like he was thinking and then it was a torrent and you just see young wilt he just it was, like it was, yeah
2: yeah yeah it was the character reveal for Luther. it was that yeah yes uh <laughs> there are elements to me that are dark like i'm spying on you at all times I'm a voyeur. I'm watching everyone. Yeah, but also, I fight for this cause and I sacrifice everything. And so, yeah. you're staying. And this You're staying man. with me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah I was like, like wow. This scene is yeah. his whole character in one scene, which is crazy.
0: His yeah. whole character from beginning to end. <laughs> yes. No, but like literally, right? Like because yeah. because he's talking about the fact that he doesn't say it straight out, but like he he is so tarnished by the methods he's using that there will be no place for him. In the new world, he helps create, right? because he's a criminal, yeah. right?
1: He's yeah, con- like, he's condemning. He's, he's, he's
0: himself so much yeah. that he can't. He there's no room for him. There's no place for him. When he that. says like 500,
2: yeah. what, what, is it, what does he say? 50 men are dying for you and me. Like I do this yeah. as yeah. much for you as I do this for like the rebellion. Yeah. I was like
1: you and your family. Yeah, they're dying.
2: I was like blown. I was like blown away by that entire scene.
1: Yeah, rough, uh, rough was, math, rough. Calculus. Stellan
2: Skarsgård the delivery oh my god just and what's uh who plays uh young again
0: you guys got it i forgot i had his name it's gone out of my brain are
2: you guys relying (laughs) robert ends is that right
0: uh there you go ends yeah e-n-n-s uh amazing like his performance super
2: super great he was just yeah he, he sold the whole scene because he's he's kind of like trembling but it's also he's also like witnessing a profound sort of speech yeah a profound moment and it wasn't pretentious at all it was like no no no, this guy is actually like the real deal he is the rebellion and you're just it was mind-blowing it was a person
0: witnessing the rebellion it's yeah yeah, and it's amazing that like the the line delivery of you'll stay with me and i think i need all the heroes i can get closes the door and like everyone in that scene including the viewers are equally sure that that is the truth, <laughs> right? Like, like, like the two of them are sure and we're sure. Like, it's just kind of an amazing, amazingly done. Boy. Yeah.
2: I, and he also goes like, I take no pleasure in it, but you're, you're staying with me or something like that. Or, yeah. And I was like, that's a, he, he's operating like the empire, but he does have empathy. And at the end of the day, this is all about empathy. And it's all about. Yeah. creating a better galaxy.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. And I I, I do think, yeah, I, I still think that uh, Kino Loy's, like, he made the same decision that Luthen Rails made, but he, he knew his time was yeah. going to come sooner than Luthen's has. And, uh, well, you know, it was, yeah. it was well, like...
2: That was also a microcosm of the Rebellion. That whole right. scene was, wow, it was amazing. But you, it's like, like it
1: takes all of these people that make the ultimate sacrifice for a, a greater good... All experience. those people are going to yeah. be
2: rebels. That's I was wondering that. that. I yeah. was like,
1: is this yeah. the first Rebel force, or like all these people? Yeah, yeah I think humans, a lot of them are gonna.
2: Yeah. They're ready to enlist. All these people to fight the Empire.
1: But like yeah, they I mean, all they, sort they, of they scatter to the up. wind, you know. I, I don't know if he can like look back at that list and find them. But you, you know, I kind of expect. I him,
2: don't think Kino Loy but, is gone. By the way, I
0: think he's coming back in season two. I hope you're right. I mean, I that might be at the. I want to go back to Luthen for a second though, because like. I, I like the fact that he talks about I use their same methods. Right. And I think he sees yeah. himself as just like he has sacrificed his soul. Right. For this rebellion. But at the same time, what's amazing about that speech. And again, why why Tony Gilroy and everyone are just amazing writers. You're so will is on. that? Wrote this yes. Speech. Yes. Right. Amazing. Because of the same speech he talks about, like, I do think of you all the time. Yeah. right like and i and i believe luther when he says that line like i think luther thinks about yeah. all of these and say so he uh, puts a play and like i'm like in i'm yelling at the screen in my mind i'm just like yelling at him going like but that's why you're different that's why you're different than the empire because you care and you think about these people as much as the sacrifice and you have to make those tough decisions yeah you lose sleep at night because of these things like oh it's so great yeah when he says
2: i share my dreams with ghosts i was like yeah. oh wow yeah <laughs> we are on some apocalypse now level territory. I'm like, I'm excited about this. I share my dreams with ghosts. Like Aaron Harkonnen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excited.
1: Yeah. I actually, I think I need to find the full like, written Yeah. when he's
2: like, I woke up every day to an equation. I wrote 15 years ago from which there's only one conclusion. I'm damned for what I do. My anger, my ego, my unwillingness to yield my eagerness to fight. They've set me on a path from which there is no escape. I yearned to be a savior against injustice without contemplating the cost. And by the time I looked down, there was no longer any ground beneath my feet. What is my sacrifice? Everything. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. The speech is unreal. It's, yeah, it's unreal. It's unreal. When I saw it, I was like, Yo, every actor student this year will want to just attempt that.
1: Not, yeah. But but people have been trying to make that script forever, you know? Yeah. And they've done it to certain degrees, but not that degree.
0: No, and watching Stellan Skarsgard deliver that, because I'm literally watching it right now as you're talking, is like it's it I don't say it's like getting it's like iconic. too into like, it's like the method. Unreal. But he it does not because that stuff could be if you had someone deliver it in a way that in in the wrong way, it feels super written, right? But you see him writing it on the spot. Does that make sense? Like you see him. Yeah, it's about like in his head, like, yeah, how am I right. putting this together? Like you actively right. see him, even though he didn't, even though he's an actor yeah. and he just memorized those lines. But he's yes. in that moment thinking about like, what's yeah. what, how do I connect these all these thoughts in right. my head? Right
1: yeah, now. that's so true, and it feels so organic. You're like, yeah, you're feeling him do that. Same thing with Kino Loy when he's delivering the speech into the. Yeah, film. yeah, yeah. He's like he starts out tepid because he's not prepared for this speech. No. And then all of a sudden he starts putting it together and he just and then he trusts his heart and speaks with his heart. Yeah comes out and oh, i mean that, that's that's amazing yeah it's amazing acting um yeah i'm excited for the roundup today any more big points you guys want to do because I, I mean like there's some easy ones in the roundup so i, I want to get into it <laughs>
2: roundup will get us another discussion you know?
0: yeah, for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: um let's go let's round it up
2: Roundup, up start it up right now uh Let's go chosen one. Who is your the character you'd like to highlight this episode? The character story that you were most involved in uh, most sort of engrossed by.
1: I mean, Circus stole the show. This was the yeah. ultimate episode. But that Luthen Rail monologue is the best thing I've seen in the show. So.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I
2: think it's Luthen yeah. Rail all around.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Utini I, shot
2: we we just- we already discussed Uteni shot
0: yeah. yeah no it's true it's
2: the I will say escape is them're all swimming away from the the for the labor facility
0: i i think my i think my shot actually is like i i started to think about it i i the the i mean we're just gonna talk all Luthen right when Luther's having that speech, there's something about the way it's shot with the wind flowing past him. That keeps evoking Vader on the walkway in episode five. Yeah. Talking oh, yeah. to Luke. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, I, and I just love the way that shot. And it's and it's not putting too fine a point on it, but it's someone trying to sway someone to their side.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, was so, it, is,
0: it was definitely it, Dark yeah. Lord vibes there, which was yeah.
1: awesome. Yeah. Costume designer won that episode. Like that was, <laughs> they, they told the story. Yeah. Highlight without...
2: crew, costume designer,
1: crushing. <laughs> In crushing episode. on that that scene because yeah i mean i hope you ask best drip but i'm just going to ask it right now because well, let's an- go best, yeah, drip. Do it. best, best drip. Drip. yeah i mean luthan's the best drip like yeah you know, that outfit is the best outfit yeah that outfit's unreal.
0: unreal i yeah. i gotta agree it's it's usually hard to beat the the chandelions who are always yeah, it's hard amazing for me not to go but today, every episode yeah. but let me just... right but no but, but even with is the, like, like, i want that plus. outfit
2: Wait, he's weird. Yeah. Like, didn't he get to like Tay bumps? watch and do you do you trust Tay? Like we where, where you were wobbling last episode. Like, do you trust this guy? I
0: don't know because Ben Miles, the actor, I, I've learned not to trust because of, of <laughs> movies. So I don't know how much of it is like just he is he plays skeevy so well. Like he just does as an actor, and he does it a lot. He also seems like a really nice guy in real life. I just what if he went from Asma to things, too, like, the
2: slime more event that I've been alluding to? I, what if I, he I, brings her there and he's like, "This is totally normal and chill."
0: Like, here's the thing: <laughs> I he seems that to be the doing like, eyes wide shut event. <laughs> How do you trust anyone? <laughs> How do you trust anyone who introduces you to? The mob boss. Right. Right. Because yeah, 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 you're exactly. like, how do you know him? That's the bigger question. Why do you have a contact with this dude? So I, I we'll trust
1: Tay implicitly.
0: I am. way do down
1: not. in traffic. Is consigliere
0: Te. vibes. Tay. Well, well yeah, I think there's a backstabbing coming at some point. Oof. yeah.
1: Mon. I mean, honorable mention for the Utini shot was the like slow pull out on uh, Mon Mothma in her. Uh, submersed uh, living room couch, um, in front yeah. of them. it was there. That was a great, like, very Kubrick esque sort of symmetry. There, oh, that
2: shot was stunning.
1: Yeah, it's great. And we, it was also revealed that these are the Chandrillon like, apartments for whatever the right dignitary. So it's not like she bought this lavish apartment. And it was, you know, that was the old money, new money, um, comment by Daba that was like, he's like, oh, these are, he's like, you know, yeah, these are quite nice. A little old, though, you know, Um, which is so funny to think of, like, that design is old in, like, the most modern set in
2: Star Wars. But mm. good times.
1: Anyways, <laughs> uh, any other honorable drips that you'd like to talk about?
2: Honorable drips? Um, Dr. Is... Molmoy running uh, yeah, yeah. on mm-hmm. Ferrix had a pretty sick drip. Um, okay. Trying to think.
1: Who's um Rail's assistant again? Kira?
0: Clea. Clea? Clea. Clea. Yeah. Clea. Uh, yeah, Cleia's always.
1: She her yeah. outfits are getting darker and more elaborate, and that's mm-hmm. she's a fantastic character. Um, love that. But you you just no one's touching
2: rail. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Clea and, and that's Lita kind of it have like yeah. Vader vibes because they both yeah. have like big capes. And Black, I was like, This is capes. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was like, I'm into this. Yeah and like now that we're getting to davos scaldron territory and like the criminal underworld i'm psyched for what could happen with oh, I, I
1: hope we get deeper into the underworld that'd be great We there yeah Me i'd love too. to see more aliens more uncomfortable scenes they're tough to do but they would be tough to do to match the like vibe we've gotten off this show like seamlessly because it's so organic but um if anyone can do it you know our,
2: backdoor pilot who? What? Which, which character of this episode should have a backdoor <laughs> pilot? <laughs> um, if, if you could choose one character.
0: Oh, I I want I want here's my back backdoor pilot. All right, uh, my my pitch. So Kino uh stays uh at, at the facility, takes the whole thing over, <laughs> and just starts running it. And it's basically like uh, remember in Roseanne. When they just worked at the factory and the boss was there, like <laughs> he's just the boss. So that's the backdoor pilot. Is Kino the boss? Kino at the, boss. the uh, factory. That's
2: amazing.
1: Interesting. That's great. Love it. I actually, when you guys were talking earlier, I was thinking Davos Guldron's like, you know, <laughs> I, I could, fun. I could watch a guy read the phone book. He was so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, compelling. Um, so you know, I'd love to see what's going on on Chandrelle and Days of Our Chandrelle Lives. <laughs>
2: dava skeleton one's pretty good
1: what do you got grant i know um, you got in
2: your pocket i gotta have like we gotta do a comic series with just ham like after the prison break ham's adventures uh, yeah yeah just, yeah i would that's that's the show i want
1: right all through these adventures makes it out free and then gets like broken in half by a gun dark like as he <laughs> celebrated
2: i mean you can do anything with ham i mean yeah those scenes yeah. are very, very incredible
1: mm-hmm. yeah just go ham
2: uh, I mean that's there we go. I think we got, yeah, we, got we got the title and everything. Not <laughs> not everything. We came out just a lot, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, uh new characters. Any new characters? Uh
1: well uh what's his name? Lonnie? Yeah, I mean Lonnie would names. say it's
2: new incredible names. Oh new names? Anything. Any, I didn't catch
0: any new you.
1: you guys Manics. are killing me with this. I'm so lost on my IMD being right now, but
0: yeah, I, nothing popped up other than Lonnie, um, which is not necessarily a credible name, but a good I mean, a, he's been around in the background, but good good deployment of that. Yeah, character. Lonnie
1: Young's actually yeah. I don't know whoever Apostle is, Apostle right. is name.
0: Oh Grant, you found a name. What was the name that you found when you were we were talking names earlier? B X G? No, what was it? No, I was trying to figure out who the guy
2: is who's the first prisoner who hears Keno Loy and gets up from his, his uh cell and like listens oh, right. to intercom. And I just loved all those shots. And I was like, who is this character? And I just yeah. uh, couldn't find his name. But no, I think I think Molmoy is a pretty sweet name. I think uh oh, is um, good. I'm trying to think. New names that I loved. Um, I don't know. We don't get a lot of new names in this episode. Not really. Yeah. It's all the prisoners we know who, you know, that's about it. But uh, And no, there's no other names really set. Yeah.
1: Not a lot of named people here. It's a lot of Prisoner 6, Prisoner at Table 2. Yeah.
2: All right. Most uh, memeable moment. Memeable moment.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: I I know mine. I'll go first. I'll give you guys some time. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, Andy Serkis yelling "attack" the second yeah. time and it's running great. at camera. It also like might be the best shot ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's really, yeah. He he basically says "attack" and then runs at camera, and
0: it's amazing. I would say that's a Yeah. I would say like attack. <laughs> so mine. Is I have no idea where you'd use it, so it's not really a good meme, but it is the thing that got me the most. And it is when a- when Keno says, I can't swim, he says it with a smile on his face,
2: yeah, which is what great. makes
0: it so beautiful. Yeah. Of this moment of just like, I've gotten here and I can't swim, it is profound. I, like, I feel like yeah. you could use that in a meme of just like, I did everything and now, yeah, I can't swim, yeah, yeah,
1: not, no. yeah, and he's not willing to jump either. Like, I feel like you know, Cassian would have would have dragged him through the ocean himself right
2: yeah i was like why can't you just like hold on to two people's shirts and then like as they yeah. get tired they like switch with two other people i was like because where's the planning here? well it's yeah. said
1: by someone who knows maybe if he, he
2: jumps in he's like <laughs> i won't come up maybe that's like the whole thing
0: yeah I'm, i also feel yeah, i think that's the thing It's like i don't think he wants to that character just seems like he doesn't want to hinder anyone else right like he doesn't want to sacrifice anyone else or their chances to escape I, he's already dead. I, I when he says that line, he's the only person who says that line that I mm-hmm. truly believe it. He I think I think when he says it at that moment, he knows it like he mm-hmm. knows he's not getting out.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, my meme would probably be uh, power doesn't panic. Uh, yeah, I kind of like that line. I love that line, but that's uh, a good one. Yeah. You know, he's just yeah. like, yeah, he's like, yeah, they're not going to do that. Power doesn't panic. A great
2: one um question for the holocron if you could ask like one question to you know the star wars story group or anyone at lucasfilm who's an expert on star wars like what would that question be
0: uh why didn't they take the boots why didn't they take... <laughs> yeah. like just in case
1: like you're so indoctrined
0: but yeah Why? why why do you have a <laughs> This is so not like so and naming conventions or anything. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the nerd at the Star Star Trek convention going, well, you know, an episode like why <laughs> yeah. didn't they take the boots? No. Uh... worst in... episode ever. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Solid solid question, Adam, I don't You know.
0: Okay. No, I that's awful.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't have there's so little lore in this show. I mean, that's
0: I oh, you yeah. know what my question would be, which maybe we'll get the answer is what are they making?
1: In, oh, what are the thing they're making yeah, yeah what are they making yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah they say it's a critical piece Yeah, it is but i can't i mean it's like a gimbaled three-way arm or six-way arm or something that like yeah. fits on a it's not like tie fighter struts they're not making weapons
0: no we're past them doing anything for the death star the death star is already the death star pretty right. much at this point or pretty getting pretty close yeah so i don't know
1: Maybe know. that's it. Maybe it's like casings, they link together like logs. So then but they're flexible so they can, you know, it's like structural yeah. curved elements. Oh,
0: maybe, maybe they
1: are actually doing like, you know, skeletal structuring. Oh, they're like the centerpieces yeah. pieces between beams because they're making a ball. Right.
0: Right. Like, it, I, I don't know if that works timeline, but that from a from a storytelling standpoint to have him unknowingly Working helping to create the thing. Yeah. That he ends up destroying or helping to destroy in Rogue One is kind of, you know, kind of a nice little tidy bow.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. And then, you, yeah, you put like long beams on each one of those struts, but it's like they are—they're flexible, so it yeah holds the yeah the structure together. That's probably wow. Well, wow. Well, I gotta go think about that. I don't even know. You got anything else you've been blindsided? Yeah, These are all new question questions.
2: Would be about the, yeah. the whole sector, you know, uh, uh, jurisdiction and if young is mm. in that whole sector if that's uh if um the sort of like if the storytelling if like as storytellers they thought about the galactic map at all because like to me i'm almost like i'm just interested in like the creative process and the galactic map is sort of sort of thought of in the process sort of like you would the globe if writing a spy thriller you know set up yeah you know, contemporary you know fiction like that would be to me, that's kind of interesting. It's like how much was the map involved with thinking about where you're moving in the galaxy? And so oh, that sort of stuff. I like that stuff a lot. I like the geography and the sort of like astrogation of it all.
1: I know. And yeah, you I know, you know you love the politics too, because how it sort of like recasts the the lines on the galaxy and why, you know, it, which was integral to the to power structure. Yeah, I don't. Like, I,
2: that's another thing. Like, and I love this show, but like, I, I wonder why Mon Mothma can't get a couple scenes where she is on a diplomatic mission, like meeting with some cool, you know, uh, yeah. culture on another planet. Like the whole environment looks all, you know, exotic and really like sort of gorgeous, eye catching. Right. You know?
1: yeah i mean she name dropped that group that was yeah
2: like why not be like, there well, yeah, like, why not go there for a second just we've been at the the penthouse for yeah so many scenes
1: i mean of course i'm sure it's love the it, story though. like mm-hmm. she's not that so person good. yet right now she's the sort of semi-anonymous
2: maybe you know, like we right. would want to travel during this time we just kind of want to hold power in yeah. the city centralized you know because i think that's where you, the only place you're going to make a difference really yeah. is in the imperial senate
1: i know i'd love to see chandrilla at some point
2: yeah, that'd be. Oh, I would love that. Definitely.
1: That'd be great. I think we're going to travel more in the second season um, when, when that comes out in 2026 20,
2: or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, toughest Look Award. Who has, like, who at the end of this episode is just doesn't look great?
1: Mm. Perrin. Perrin. Yeah, Perrin,
2: even though
0: he's not in it, he looks the worst. Yeah. Davos
2: Skuldren is like a scoundrel. Like, I hate Davos at the, at the, Oh, end
0: I, love I, I love Skuldren. I love that.
2: Really? Uh, yeah. I'm like...
1: I want to see more of him. I think it's great because he's so... It, it's he, yeah. He's not a mustache twirling villain. He's like a very dapper, like, you know... A, a,
2: to me, he's like the definition of the mustache, but the postmodern sort of mustache twirling villain, honestly. Like He's like... I think, yeah. If he had a mustache and twirled it, I'd be like, that's acceptable. That makes sense. About
1: <laughs> but he, that was the thing is like he didn't do any of those things like, like, we're of, he was so not aggressive on any of that that diplomacy i mean i know it was all subtext but still you know you really had to read into it to get any.
0: Of yeah I, I thought it was, that yeah i liked him a lot i think related to that i think tay is the worst look because what if two things happened whoa whoa wow. yeah tay, is, tay has it. been my like best drip winner no nope. two episodes. i mean he looks great but but he's not he's not good at his job or he's evil because one of he, two things how happens. did he not measure up that davos
2: is like such a scoundrel and be this like, is
0: what i'm saying but he either think- was really bad and didn't sniff out that that's what he wanted which means he's bad at his job or he did know that's what he wanted and he didn't give my mothma a heads up which means he's also just evil right like so either way he's either bad at his job or he's evil which one of these does he want to be
2: what if the corruption of chandrilla is like the true metaphor for the, the corruption of the galaxy in a lot of ways yeah you know yeah like, this kind of maybe like one out of three chandrilla are good you know and like it's just most of them are bad at this
0: point. yeah i mean most they're very they come the from a very privileged planet they are they seem like well, they are profiting I mean, off s- the empire yeah.
1: we've only seen the upper crust of the air side we've seen very yeah. few chandrilla it's like we don't know that true. The, the common people are like, I assume there's a middle class and a lower, you know. Oh, no. I'm
2: like, just talking about the elites and the people that are sort of like governing there and, yeah. and that corruption right. of the bureaucracy and the, that, that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's enough besmirching, Tay, by the way. That's just, that's, <laughs> Tay, Tay, is a saint. Yeah, I think is a saint. Yeah,
2: Adam, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think Tay is like going to guide her through that cult party that I'm talking about and then going to get her out
0: of um, uh-huh. the population. Wait she's be like, hey, it's for go. it.
2: Sly Moore is, is, is corrupting the entire sort of like political, I mean, you know, you, hierarchy. You've,
0: you've both seen V for
2: Vendetta, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like. Yeah, I've seen it a
2: hundred times, but. Yeah.
0: He's not a good dude
2: and he's He's like a, he, one of the evil f- fascist sort of like news anchor, fans. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or, or news anchor, that's right. Yeah. He's the news. No, anchor. but like yeah, like fighting for the like yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's, he's part he's, of the fascism that's happening. Right. Yeah. I, I no. I'm now I'm putting my flag down. He's he's bad. He's a bad okay. dude. All right. We're gonna find out he's a bad dude.
2: I, no, I, I don't Yeah, yeah, cuz like I, I can see that. I think there's going to be a big reveal with Perrin. I think Perrin is a massive setup. I think Mon Mothma's daughter, like we're talking about, massive setup. Yeah. I think it's going to end badly for Mon Mothma in this first season. But I think the second season is about escaping uh, sort of like the, uh, I guess, the barriers of her family and sort of building something that's truly good, which is which she was scared would be lost from the galaxy because yeah she's, she's to, only getting worse it's just becoming more autocratic yeah
1: it, she's gonna lose either metaphorically or literally she's gonna
2: lose yeah it's gonna be bad
1: her husband and, and daughter for sure um not that she cares to have her husband anywhere near her but uh, her <laughs> daughter i guess she'll lament. <laughs> yeah
2: um oh Do you think we like, gonna release a parent figure guys
0: like a black I. i mean i hope so <laughs> And Adam, are you
2: gonna buy a parent
0: figure? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean that's like that's the exact one I'm gonna be looking for. <laughs> like, have I, you I, seen that? Yeah.
1: What's his? What's is? the thing he's gonna have in his like his action figure box? Like, what, what's he <laughs> gonna be holding?
2: Uh like, like, A bottle of
0: like Revnog or something. I don't an, know. <laughs> an orgy mask. Yeah. Um, I mean like, I, I just. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> squigs, just
2: squigs of... or whatever. What are they yeah.
0: called? Oh yeah, squigs. squigs. Champagne. Yeah. I... champagne. He will have a champagne. The squigs.
2: Yeah. And, hey, yeah. Now wait, guys. Now that has to be in the toy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm gonna be upset if it's not. That beast.
0: is. That's <laughs> such a fascinating question, though, because like they they do the blacks the black series. I have like a ton from the Obi wan series. Like they release a lot, and oh, yes. I guess it's like they're contracted to release a certain number from each show. Mm. What are they gonna do for this? Like, like I I guess you get a little bit of like, like even like, can you imagine getting a Stellan Skarsgård action figure? I mean, I can't buy it. So the fit
2: in this episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, I would buy every single one, every single one that comes out. Yeah,
1: obviously Cassian, Cassian, Mon, Deidra probably a. oh
2: yeah we should do black series that should be part of the whole that should be part of that's a good one Uh, yeah what what what,
0: yeah who's gonna get a black series from the episode it's it's hilarious though because i just feel like they're gonna be so boring but they're 100 percent all i want like i just think about the ones i've collected like like from rogue one like you can see my rogue one it's all like (laughs) it's Kalen urso and uh yeah (laughs) and what's his name i can't think of his name yeah yeah I wouldn't mind a part of gas fig, honestly.
1: Oh, Oh, I'd love a part of
2: gas fig. (laughs) Yeah. Anton Lesser, just, just (laughs) on my
1: wardrobe. (laughs) I would, yeah, I would collect all the ISB. I can actually, that'd be quite a collection.
2: (laughs) That would actually be awesome. I would.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of good things there. Um, All right. Anything else you want want to tie on to the end of this thing? We we have talked a lot.
2: No, I think that's no notes. Perfect episode of television.
1: Yeah, I do not even want to do uh, predictions because I think uh, I have no idea where we're going. Um, You know, I think I have a feeling this whole series is going to end with a big bear hug between um, Braille and. um, Well, really, the rebellion and Cassian Andor, but that that's as as well.
2: Doesn't it look like at the end of this episode that Melshi and Cassian are going to be enlisted with Luthen, basically, and and like going to make a difference? Yeah. Because Luthan basically represented this message, but Cassian didn't fully understand what that message meant until now this prison break. He's not only learned leadership in this episode, but he's also going to, I think, reunite with Luthan and understand that there is something more to what he's working towards. Right, Right. and
1: that he has a unique set of skills that the Rebellion needs, and and he can fight the Empire. He knows he can fight the Empire when... I think it's going to be you know, Val or Sinta is going to come after... Um, I come after him after Cassian and they're going to you know if they're he's either going to talk them out of it and be like I want to join now or they're going to be like join or die and I'll be like I'll join but
2: yeah. yeah this also feels like a classic sort of like um, uh, it was like a gangster film because I think Cassian's going to return home after prison right he's going to maybe yeah. go after to Ferrix like oh, go back to yeah. square one yeah, you know what probably. I mean like yeah I think you're right. That makes a lot of sense. And fall into another. Imperial it's a noir too. almost where it's like they're stuck in a cycle or something. It's just uh, okay. it's like existential. I don't know. It's it's. Yeah, I think he's going to have to go back to Ferex and start over or something. But in so doing, there's a massive rebellion. I don't know that he's involved yeah. in. I don't
1: know. Maybe he maybe he starts and leads the rebellion on Ferex first. And then, you know, and then then he realizes he's a full rebel. I
0: don't know.
2: I mean, after you've survived electrified floors, I think you can master. You know, you you'll, you're you're more competence in terms of mastering just you know right. a, a
0: regular terrain.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point, man. A really good point. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> breaking news. Uh, they have announced four Andor Black Series figures. Oh my goodness, okay. Karen.
1: <laughs> All right, so let's go. Let, let's guess them. We gotta guess them.
0: Yeah, let's see what we
1: do. Them. All right, Cassie uh, and Andor. I'm, yep. I'm going to go with who I just said. So Cassian it, Andor, Mon Mothma.
0: Yep. Uh, you got two out of four so far. Cassian Andor, Luthan? Mon Mothma. Dude. Luthan is there. Luthan is one. Oh. It is, but it's not. Unfortunately, it's, it's just, like, just kind of plain Luthan. It's not Luthan. It's like, so
1: wait, is it? Is it wig Luthan or normal oh, episode Luthan? Normal Luthan, it looks okay, like. Okay, so like episode two Yeah. three Luthan. All right. And then Deidre um, Mira?
0: No, I wish. Cyril Karn? Nope. That'd be a good one. Oh, uh, B2 Emo. Emo. No, I think B2 Emo might come with uh, Cassian. Bix? Bix? Bix. You got it. It's Bix. Bix. So it looks like, and they do release these in waves. I'm guessing this is like the wave from like the first, first like three, first quarter of it. But yeah, so that's what it is. But like, I am so excited that in my future will be a Stellan Skarsgård action figure. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Well, there's yeah. a Baron Harcona that's already out there, I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, that's true. I can go find that. It's like it's got I got something to have to compliment my um my penguin from the Batman action figure, which is my favorite in action action figure of all time.
1: Nice. Nice. In um somewhat
0: penguin, fig- re- pen- pe- penguin figures are always great.
2: Yeah. Design. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Uh in somewhat related news, uh Grant uh turned me on to like the Spotify playlist is uh been put out for uh, the score they they came they're releasing them in thirds and this the yeah second third just came out oh so tonight,
2: tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good to yeah.
1: know later out it's great i've just been i think this pretty tall we
2: haven't we really expound on how fantastic yeah his scores have been his it was like...
1: a really traditional score this episode it was like very orchestral oh,
0: yeah. i didn't and even I, notice it yeah
1: you know in also have idea. you noticed that the the title card the title screen for andor is a different slightly different variation every week so yeah and 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 now i'm listening to that being like okay what's this going to be about but yeah the the, it was like a mellow orchestral uh score beat for this episode at the beginning it's kind
2: of tense and then like ratchets up and then like there's the uh the andor theme kind of like comes in
1: yeah and then when Mm -hmm. he does that like headshot,
2: like when he kills one guard shoots one guard in the chest and aims the other guy and shoots the headshot that's obviously off camera because you're like yeah see that but he clearly again they did the same thing from the beginning of the the show yeah it's kind of like off hitchcockian action which is great it's fantastic but Mm -hmm. um uh that score was brilliant in that moment where it just andor's theme kicked in i was like yeah this is awesome this is a hero moment for andor
1: literally you're right he's a luthan rail i need heroes and
2: Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: okay yeah that's why you want that's why you want and need cassian so bad it's really pretty cool. The whole concept of collecting heroes, I think, is just, like, perfect for Star Wars.
2: Luthan yeah, Rails is playing idea. Galaxy of Heroes on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on his data pad all day. That's what he's doing walking around the antique shop. That's actually what he's doing.
1: Just playing Galaxy of Heroes. You don't that see dude. that. But he's a pretty bored guy most of the time, actually. Um, all right. We got it. I'm One has you. high diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, we're doing it. Uh, that was great, guys. Thank you very much. Everyone, thanks very much for listening to us. Uh, please do us a favor and um rate our podcast if you haven't done that yet. Uh, five stars or whatever the equivalent is on whatever platform you use. Um, leave a you leave a little message, talk about how much you like. Um, I don't know, it doesn't have to be us, I don't know, our whatever whatever you're you know, whatever the reason is you're listening. Um yeah. his reviews also jump up our search engine yeah. optimization. Um and that's all we want. We just want ears on our pod. Yeah. So uh
0: reviews are huge. You don't have to write a book, though so feel free. Yeah. Even just a couple of words helps. Yeah.
1: I enjoy Star Wars in the stars.
0: Yeah. Um yeah.
1: Super. Well, that's that. So um thanks very much everyone and uh we'll talk to you next week uh about another episode of Andor, episode 11, um the penultimate episode which are always yeah. juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah we'll talk to you then and may the force be with
2: you this is grex kondak signing off for the latest breaking news follow at core news on twitter and instagram thank you and good night remember the force will be with you always <laughs>